You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now, there's one interesting incident that I'd like to conclude with that happened during the construction of the mosque. And this incident is very important, we'll see why. We have two versions of this incident. I'll share them both with you so we can see what happened. Ibn Hisham in Seerah al-Halabiyah and other sources, they narrate the following. They say Uthman ibn Affan was there during the construction. Uthman was very peculiar about the neatness of his clothes. He did not want any dust to collect on his clothes. So he would very carefully pick up one stone, making sure it does not touch his garment, so it does not make it dirty, does not, you know, (laughs) uh, so no dust would collect on it. And that's how he would contribute to building the mosque. Imam Ali passes by him and he sees him in that state. The Prophet himself is not, he's got dust on his clothes. He's building this mosque and, and this is how you react? Unacceptable. So the Imam read these following lines of poetry. He said, لا يستوي من يعمر المساجد يدأب فيه قائما وقاعدا ومن يرى عن التراب حائدا The Imam says, you can't compare between the one who's working so hard, building the mosque with all of his heart and the one who's scared of the dust. You can't compare between these two. The Imam was making a reference to Uthman. Ammar ibn Yasir hears these lines from Imam Ali. Ammar does not know who the Imam was referring to. He just heard the line from the Imam, but he did not know who the Imam was referring to. He's like, you know what? I like these lines of poetry. Let me recite them. So he started saying, Who hears him? Uthman. Uthman comes to him and he tells him, Yabna Sumayya, oh the son of Sumayya. What did you say? What are, you, what are you saying? What are you reading over here? And he took the, uh, you know, those palm trees, when you, those big palm leaves, at the base of them, you have that very heavy wood. You've seen it, right? Now that hurts if you hit someone. Uthman grabs one of those and he lifts it and he's about to beat who? Ammar ibn Yasir. He tells him, who exactly were you referring to when you read these lines of poetry? Tell me. If, it's, if, uh, if you don't tell me right now, I'm going to beat you. Immediately the companions tell the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, there's a fight. A fight is about to break out in the masjid. By the way, these are Sunni sources which have mentioned this, not our sources. There's a fight. Come and do something about it. The Prophet when he heard that Ammar ibn Yasir is being threatened, he becomes extremely furious. He becomes very, very disturbed. Then the Prophet said something that is extremely important in the fate of Islam and at the time of Imam Ali 
The Prophet calls Ammar because the companions told him, Ammar, please go to the Prophet. He's so angry. We are concerned now new revelation is going to come and verses are going to blast some of us because that's what would happen oftentimes. Please, please just go and diffuse the situation. Make sure the Prophet is no longer angry. Ammar goes to the Prophet. He tells him, Ya Rasulullah, it's okay. Something happened and he threatened me. Then the Prophet tells Ammar, tell me what happened. Ammar told him another part of what happened. Each of the companions would carry one, you know, not boulder, but those uh, blocks. They would carry those blocks. It seems that Uthman and some others, they would take their own block and put it on Ammar's block, such that he would be carrying two or three. It's very heavy. Yes, Ammar, you know, had a strong build, but carrying three was very heavy. An average man could only carry one. So, so Ammar tells the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, some of these companions, they're putting two or three boulders on me and they're, gonna, they're going to kill me. I'm afraid they're going to kill me. What does the Prophet tell him? The Prophet tells him, Ya Ammar, don't worry. They can't kill you. They won't kill you. Oh Ammar, let me tell you, in the future, the deviant, corrupt, oppressive group will kill you while you shall be inviting them to Jannah and they will be calling you to hell. This is in Bukhari by the way, this last segment is in Bukhari that the Prophet said this to Ammar. Why is this important? Ammar dies at the age of 90 by the way because he was at the age of the Prophet. He was born the year of Amil Fil, the year of the elephant. So he's at the same age of the Prophet. So 30 years after the Prophet who was 63, he's now 90, almost 90. Ammar was 90 at Safin, the battle between Imam Ali and Muawiyah. Now if you look at Muslim history, unfortunately many Sunni schools of thought, they hold Muawiyah with high regard. Why? He's a Sahabi, he's a companion, he met the Prophet. The, after the conquest of Mecca, he became Muslim and he's Katib al-Wahi and they come up with many stuff for him. You know, he used to write revelation and so on and so forth. And he's Khal al-Mu'mineen. He's the uncle of the believers because of his relationship with uh, the, the wife of the Prophet. So they gave him a lot of virtues. This hadith, which is in Bukhari, so they cannot reject. This hadith poses a dilemma. The Prophet told Ammar, oh Ammar, the evil ones, the people of hell, they shall kill you. Ammar died at Safin. He was fighting with Imam Ali He was fighting who? Muawiyah. He is killed at the battle of Safin. You know Muawiyah, this statement that the Prophet said to him was like a trophy that he would carry in his lifetime all the time. In fact, you know what companions would say? They would say whenever we get, we would get confused. Who's on the right path and who's not? We look at Ammar, who's he following? Because the Prophet gave him that guarantee, he's one of the people of heaven and that the people of hell shall kill him. So this was extremely important in the life of Ammar and in demonstrating that Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib was on the right path. That's why when Ammar was killed at Safin, you know many people were confused at Safin. Who's on the right side? There were 
propaganda, there was propaganda, many had been brainwashed. People really sometimes did not know, is Imam Ali on the right path or is Muawiyah on the right path? Who's the aggressor here? As soon as Muawiyah, as soon as Ammar ibn Yasir is killed at the Battle of Safin, many, many people join Imam Ali They're like, that's a clear sign. Ammar was killed in this battle and the companions have witnessed that the Prophet in Medina said to Ammar that you will call to the path of heaven and they, your killers, are calling to the path of hell and Al-Fi'atul Baghiyah, the deviant, oppressive group shall kill you. That actually shed a lot of light on who was on the right path. So this incident is extremely, extremely important when we look at the life of Ammar ibn Yasir and the statement that the Prophet made to him. Now this is one version of the event. Some scholars have not accepted this version, they accept a slightly different version, why? Some of them say Uthman ibn Affan was in Habasha when the Prophet migrated, so how did he get to Medina so quickly? By the time the news would reach the people in Abyssinia, Ethiopia, that the Prophet had migrated and they would come back to Mecca, get their belongings and then go to Medina, that takes a lot of time. So this probably was a different Uthman. Some have stated it could have been Uthman ibn Mad'un who had this like skirmish with Ammar ibn Yasir and the Prophet said what he said. My personal take on this is that it's very likely that it is Uthman ibn Affan because sources indicate the construction of the mosque, some of them indicate took about seven months to a year. So the Prophet spent about seven months in the house of Abu Ayyub al-Ansari before the mosque was constructed and before the rooms of the Prophet were constructed because the Prophet when he was establishing the mosque, he was also what? He was also building his house which was right by the mosque such that the Prophet would open his door and you would enter the mosque area and the other companions did the same. Later the Prophet of course banned them from opening their door to the mosque except Imam Ali salam, as we shall see. Only he had the right to enter uh, the mosque from the main door. So if you have seven months, it's very likely that Uthman had heard about the migration and he migrated. You know, we don't find anything unusual about this. Do you find anything unusual about that? We don't. In any case, there are these several reports. The very last opinion over here is that this statement which was made by the Prophet to Ammar ibn Yasir actually happened after Khaybar. When the masjid of the Prophet was expanded, there was new construction, that's when the Prophet said this statement to Ammar, not in the beginning due to some pieces of evidence. In any case, there are differences as to who Uthman was, did this happen early on in Medina or later when the mosque of the Prophet was rebuilt and renovated? But what we know is that Sunni and Shia have both narrated that the Prophet said this very powerful important statement to Ammar ibn Yasir. And this is proof and testimony that Ali ibn Abi Talib was on the right path because Ammar ibn Yasir died on the side of Imam Ali. In fact, you know what Amr ibn al-As did? There was a leader of the Syrians, a man by the name of Dhul Kila'. 
Al-Hamiri. This guy with 20,000 people had come to support Muawiyah at the Battle of Safin. And Muawiyah was highly counting on him. He hears that Ammar ibn Yasir has been killed. So he stops, he's like, wait a minute, I've heard that the Prophet said this about him. That means Ali is on the right path, not Muawiyah. Amr ibn al-As, you know, he was the aide of Muawiyah. He was that very cunning, sly, deceitful person. He comes to him, he tells him, why are you withdrawing your support? He's like, well, Ammar ibn Yasir, he's died and he's fighting with Imam Ali salam against you guys and that's proof that you are on the batil, on the wrong path, not him. He tells him, no, no, this is wrong information. He tells him, what do you mean wrong information? Didn't the Prophet say it? He couldn't deny it. Amr ibn al-As said, yes, the Prophet said it, but Ammar is not even present in the battlefield. He didn't die, Ammar is somewhere else. He's like, no, that can't be the case. I, I heard from a lot of people that Ammar ibn Yasir is in the army of Imam Ali and he just got killed. He's like, no, I swear to God, he's not in the army of Ali. He's not even participating in the battle. So this guy Dhul-Kila, he's like, you know what, let me go and find out for myself. He goes, investigates, he sees, no, Ammar has been killed. Right before he goes to his 20,000 soldiers and he tells them to withdraw, he mysteriously is killed. He's gone and nowhere to be found. They get rid of him, they eliminate him so he doesn't mobilize his army because had that happened, Muawiyah would have definitely lost at the Battle of Safin. In any case, Ammar ibn Yasir was this amazing companion of the Prophet who even through his death, he supported Imam Ali. And he demonstrated to the people that Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib was on the right path.